O come to us, abide with us, our Lord Emmanuel. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. In those days, a decree went out from the Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. And all went to their own towns to be registered. Well, okay, maybe not all. All the citizens of the Roman Empire were moving about to be counted, counted so they could be taxed. Even Mary and Joseph, poor as they were, pregnant as she was, even they had to complete the arduous journey of heading home to be counted. They were on the rolls, so they dare not ignore the summons. But there were some, there were some so lowly, who had so little, no property, no street address, that they never attracted the attention of the government or of the IRS of that time, which means they were very poor indeed. In the time of registration, a time of census taking, the shepherds in the field were not even worth counting. They literally did not count in society. But in the Roman Empire, where the term good news means the good news of an imperial agenda, a victory at war, or an emperor's birthday, and the word savior refers to the emperor himself. In this empire, where a king can only be affirmed by the emperor, in this empire where salvation means deliverance from military enemies and peace is only brought through military might, in this empire where rulers move entire populations around like pawns on a chessboard in order to count all to be taxed and controlled, in that very place, in this very empire, God shows up to the very ones who don't count at all. The angel of the Lord appears to those without address or title or money. They appear to them to announce good news of great joy for all people. It is in the middle of nowhere to a bunch of nobodies, that God decides to make God's plans known. Good news has come, but this good news is about a new kind of king, a new kind of kingdom, a savior, the Messiah, a king has been born, and not the kind who manipulates people or who uses violence to force peace. No, to these shepherds, a sign is given of this new king and kingdom, and the sign is as humble as they are. A child wrapped in bands of cloth, lying in a lowly manger. Suddenly, in the vast Roman Empire, amid a worldwide census moving everybody around, the ruler of the universe, the creator of the cosmos, has emptied himself out 
out of all power and strength to join the nobodies in nowhere. The one who later asks, which one of you, having a hundred sheep and losing one of them, does not leave the 99 and go after the one that is lost? That one is first revealed to and made known by shepherds. The one who teaches us that we must render unto Caesar what is Caesar's and unto God what is God's, that one first becomes a vulnerable child, giving his whole life to God. The one who welcomes the little children and teaches us that to enter the kingdom of God, we must receive it like a child. That one comes first as a child to us in swaddling clothes, laid in a trough where animals usually eat, depending on his mother for milk. This, this is how God shows up. God becomes lowly and humble for our sakes and appears first to the lowly and the humble. This is God arriving in nowhere places. Memory care units. Drug rehab. Tent cities and refugee camps. God is arriving in nowhere places to be with those who are so far outside mainstream society that like the shepherds, they do not count and no one is looking for them. And though that might not be us, or perhaps it is, each one of you tonight might wonder from time to time whether you count, whether you matter, where you work and where you live, in your family, to the larger world, in the long arc of history. You might wonder how it is that you, you in your small way, in your own corner of the kingdom, do you count to the ruler of the universe the creator of the cosmos. After all, who are you or I to be noticed in a complicated world ruled by presidents and prime ministers amidst the hurly-burly of modern-day travel and the thick of cyber everything where we are known to financial and medical and government institutions not by our names but by long strings of numbers? Well, beloved, if the lowliest of the low, those nobodies from nowhere, those shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night, if those guys are first on God's guest list, then I promise, I promise that you and I are on the list too. This 
is the good news of great joy that the angel brought to the shepherds, the news that they responded to with praise and amazement, the good news of great joy that a Savior, a Messiah, the Lord was born for us, all of us, the powerful and the lowly, the insider and the outcast. This good news of great joy is for you, and it's for me, for all of us. No matter how small or humble we are or feel ourselves to be, to the ruler of the universe, the creator of the cosmos, everyone, each and every one of you, counts. How then, how then shall we respond to this good news of great joy to the Lord who has humbled himself to come as a vulnerable infant? We don't have to be big and bold. We don't have to be important in this world. For as our sequence hymn, O Little Town of Bethlehem, reminds us, no ear may hear his coming, but in this world of sin, where meek souls will receive him where meek souls will receive him, still the dear Christ enters in. Forget empire, dear ones. Don't worry about any emperor. Don't fret about whether or not you count on someone else's census. For I bring you good news of great joy. To you is born this day a Savior, who is the Messiah, Prince of Peace, the Lord of Lords. And he has come for nobodies from nowhere. He has come for all who are willing to receive him. He has come for you and for me. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.